as always, to see what's up with you on a Monday night here in Miami. It is December 21st, 2020. And you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. It's the solstice. As a matter of fact, I have no idea what that means. Can somebody on the chat please explain to me what the big deal is? What is a solstice anyway? Isn't that a painting? Chino, what's up? The official digi. So yeah, I don't understand the solstice. I never understood any of that star alignment stuff. Anything regarding astronomy is just not my cup of tea. Speaking of cup of tea, let me take a sip over here to get ready. You know, I've been, I've been doing these, uh, these live streams on a daily basis and you can actually feel the, uh, the toll it takes on your throat. What's up, man? How are you? Serge Monet, Edgar, Tony, Jones. Welcome to the chat, everybody. So what's the deal with this solstice thing? Everybody's talking about it, especially the ladies. Uh, I also follow a lot of hip hop memes, uh, memes, and apparently the black community is also saying that they're going to get superpowers today. Is that how it works? Don't we all have superpowers? Huh? I know what my superpower is. Uh, taking naps and waking up right before uh, 6.30 to do these shows on a daily basis. That's my superpower. You know, one thing that I've realized about this solstice talks uh, and, and people just, you know, talking about like, oh, you know, when, when you see 11-11, when you see triple one, that means, you know, whatever people say it is. I think that's just boredom. Hey, abstract. I think that you're so bored with life that you just believe anything. <laughs> I even see memes that say, if you ever want to get a girl's attention, you got to send her a text message at 11-11. What? I don't understand this talk, man. So what's uh, anybody out there know about this stuff? Put it in on the chat. Oh, I don't know, man. I think somebody just, I think somebody that's influential just talks about it and then everybody else just follows suit. Right? Abstract. Everybody just follows suit. It's like, well, you know, if this influential person is talking about the stars and what it means, maybe I should follow this too. So tell me more. What does it mean when all the planets align? Oh, that I'm getting a blessing. That's interesting. So I'm the only one getting a blessing during the solstice. Great. I feel better about myself. 222 has been following me since before it became cool. Hey, man, when it comes to that numerology stuff, I don't know what to tell you. Gypsy Life, welcome to the chat. I mean, everybody, through coincidence, like, don't you, well, eventually you'll see the numerology happening, right? It's called random. It's called random numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? If, if, you know, if you played the slot machines as many times as you looked at your clock whenever you were bored at work, you'd eventually hit triple digits eventually, right? Not like a slot machine, where you got to spend thousands, probably millions of dollars before you see that triple seven. It's like, fuck, finally. Uh, it's pretty deep, though. It has to do with the alignment of your mind, body, and spirit. Look at abstract tacting coming in here, which is a guy, by the way. I just want to go ahead and point this out for those listening on the podcast. A guy here uh, is willing to school us on the alignment that is the solstice. So what is the solstice? Uh, explain to me what is the solstice. Uh, abstract acing Chris and blessings welcome to the chat Rose Specter we're here talking about what does the solstice mean man what does it mean for everybody and why are ladies so obsessed with that stuff have you ever have you ever met a girl and she's like what's your sign it's like so you're just gonna you're just gonna judge me based on my sign that's discrimination you ever been discriminated because of your birth date oh I can't talk to you why 
Because I'm black? No, because you're a Taurus. <laughs> Me and Tauruses don't get along, so I don't want to talk to you no more. That's discrimination, man. Uh, I have a story that will blow you away, but it's too long to post it. Uh, it's abstract AC. Okay, whatever. Women are naturally more in tune with spirituality and nature, fam. No, don't, don't call me fam like I just got schooled, right? I know what you're doing. I know what these words mean. When somebody says fam at the end of the sentence, that's like their polite way of saying, allow me while I school you, fam, because we close, but not close enough for me to spell the I-L-Y. <laughs> I don't love you, so you're just fam. Oh, man, I can already feel the alignment, man. It's going into my creativity. I fucking feel it, bro. Hey there, Facebook user. Uh, imagine being denied a job because of your Zodiac sign. <laughs> Comedy Key West. All right. What's up, man? Hey, book your boy. I'll do a Key West show. I'll drive there. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fill out an application and it asks you, what's your sign? I feel like I'm being discriminated in the workforce. Why? Because I'm a Gemini. All right? These people think I'm two-faced and I have a clean record. Just because I'm Gemini, you think I'm going to steal from the company? You think I'm an embezzler because I was born on May 30th? How dare you? <laughs> oh, man. yeah, man. Being discriminated by your Zodiac sign, that's, that's awful. And there's people out there that will, right? They're just judging you based on that stuff. A girl once says, like, oh, I hate it when men look down at my cleavage. Gemini, yikes, my ex-husband. Yeah. Yeah, Geminis are great, at least from my personal experience. You know, a girl says, uh, stop looking down. My eyes are up here. But then when she asks you, what's your zodiac sign? You'd be like, uh, stop looking up. My eyes are right here. <laughs> look at me. All right. All that stuff up there doesn't determine who I am. Stop judging me. That's a bit much. Uh, yeah, abstract acing. It's called uh, comedy riffing. You have to go over the top. That's comedy 101, buddy. <laughs> that's a little over the top. Um, uh, that's happened to me before. Hey, JJ, what's your sign? Big baby girl. <laughs> uh, for the Facebook user, I can't see your name on the chat, so I'll just call you a uh, Facebook user. Um, look at my cleavage all you want. Men are men. Hello. All right. First of all, uh, you're right, but at the same time, I'm offended for saying men are men. What does that mean? You're just going to categorize us all in the boxes. We like looking at boobies. That's not fair. Pat P, what's up, man? My ex warned me she was a Gemini. When, when we broke up, I was like, oh, I, I get it now. What's wrong with Geminis? I'm a Gemini. I'm a talkative person. I believe that's one of the characteristics of a Gemini. But get this. I'm not talkative all the time. I'm only talkative when I'm social. Right, like I just go out, I perform, I talk to you on live stream and all that stuff. Hang on. All right, there we go. So I know one of the characteristics of a Gemini is they're talkative. Okay, so not saying that I believe in this stuff, but that's one thing I can definitely relate to when they say uh, something about the Gemini. Like, all you guys do is talk. Yeah, uh, I think we all talk on a daily basis. Some just take more deeper breath and are more articulate than others. All right, Aquemini, 
How about you start using the flow of the water and start talking a little bit more to catch up? Not only is the overall, not, not you, just the overall obsession with astrology. I thought it was, it's astrology, that's the one, or is it, uh, what's the other word for astrology? Um, astronomy, astrology, astronomy. Which one's the one that's scientific? Can't believe we're one word away from determining science to fiction. Isn't that crazy? One word away. Astronomy. Okay, so astronomy is uh, natural science, celestial objects, and phenomena. So it's a field of study. Okay, so it's astrology. Right, that's the other one. <clears throat> is a pseudoscience. Oh, uh, that claims to divine information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the movements of the celestial objects, man. If Jupiter's over there and Mercury's over here, <laughs> I get charged up with energy. I don't know, how does that all work? The official DG says astronomy is scientific. Hey, not a gypsy. Scarlet, funk phenomena. <laughs> Hey, it's a good thing to finally see Facebook jumping in on the chat. Shout out to the Facebook group. Yeah, man, I don't know. Guys, this is ridiculous. Like, look, 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 look at all this stuff. When you read up on astronomy, let, let me go ahead and click on, new, on, on astrology, that is. Let me go ahead and click on news to show you guys the kind of headlines uh, you guys are, are reading to. So for, for all you uh, astrologers out there, let me show you the kind of headlines that they used to talk to you. The great conjunction off, the great conjunction kicks off a new astrological epoch. So what now? They don't even know how to answer their own questions. They're like, it's up to you. Fill in the rest. What happens next? Well, I think I'm going to take a couple of breaths today. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what's going to happen because we're all human and we all take breaths. So you're on your way. Uh, what the great conjunction of 2020 means for your zodiac sign. Wow. Uh, it, the great conjunction is upon us. Okay, the great conjunction, got it. One star cross zodiac sign is predicted to have the best luck and love in 2021. So people are now using headlines to do journal writing. I'm gonna fall in love in 2021 because of my astrological sign. My astrological sign. All right, let's go ahead and look up astronomy. And let's look up news, astronomy news. Scientists think they have spotted the farthest galaxy in the universe. Rare astronomical event will occur Monday for the first time since 1623. You guys see the difference here? Do you guys see the difference? All right, one's a little out there. One's a little unicorn sounding, right? One group sounds like they believe in Pegasus. This group right here, they use fucking uh, math. They use words like galaxy, astronomical event, they even give you dates, 1623. They use words like Jupiter and Saturn. Oh, it's crazy, everybody. It's funny until you realize that some of the greatest civilizations that ever were obsessed with astrology, Mayans, Egyptians, and Romans. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that this isn't something, who knows, okay? But one thing I do know for a fact is Mayans, Egyptians, and Romans, they're no longer around. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They're no longer around. Hey, you guys remember uh, when they said that the Mayan calendar was ending like on, what was it? Uh, the 21st, let me see, when is it? 
Mayan calendar end. It was in 2012, right? <sighs> Let's see. Uh, the twelve, uh, yeah, the 2012. Uh, so December 21st, 2012, uh, was considered the last calendar date on the Mayan calendar, right? Right? Remember that? Remember when everybody said, oh shit, it's fucking over, man. Right there, uh, Jess, okay? First of all, it was silly to think that the Mayans were gonna make a calendar forever. Forever? Forever, ever? Think about it. Time is unlimited, right? Don't you think that the Mayans were like, bro, it's fucking hot. I, I, don't, I don't wanna carve anymore. We're up to 2012, we're good. <laughs> Man, it's fucking hot here in Mexico, man. I, I don't, hey, man, look. I think we're good for a while. Can we just leave it at that? All right, go ahead and leave it at 2012. That's fine. Thank you. Fuck. And then we just dig it up and be like, the world is ending in 2012, guys. Oh, shit. Evan Wimberly, what's up? Uh, Steffi, it's simple. All right, let's see. Uh, Jay Gloria, what's up? Marty. But the pyramids are, Egyptians are still around. Well, you know what I mean, the civilization, man, that fucking uh, looking at dog heads and fucking falcon faces, that, that's what I mean. Uh-oh, official Digi's gonna <laughs> Is it true Manny Garavito said that Egyptians were no longer around in 2020? We're gonna have to crack down on this soon when we return on 60 Minutes. <laughs> Astrology, the sun will shift your energy this year. Astronomy, the sun will explode and you're gonna die. <laughs> That's great, man. And we still don't know how they did it. No, yeah, we do. What, the pyramids? Yeah, don't they use like levers and fucking uh, wheels and slaves? I think that's, I think that's pretty good, right? I, I could believe that. Was there a group of people that was building it for emperors? Yeah, I think, I think that's happened many times. I, don't, I can see why that still happened then. And then they use pulley systems and then the wheels, right? Negative. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Abstract, abstract AC says it's never been proven. It's never been proven. The coast of the universe is 369 Tesla. <laughs> Those are theories, my friend. Abstract acing, that is the perfect username for you because you are acing these abstract concepts. <laughs> oh, man. Rabbit hole. Yeah, I know, Steffi. I'm just, I'm just fucking around with people like Abstract. You know, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate to fill in some time here. Flower Chrissy, welcome. We're here talking about solstice, the 2012 phenomena, the Mayans, man. No, you know what? You know what I really like? I really like the whole uh, monolith thing that was happening. I fucking know all that. I, I love all that stuff. You know how I know about it? Because I fucking saw the movie space odyssey 2020 what was it 2001 you guys saw you did you guys see space odyssey 2001 now believe it or not a lot of people out there when they were uncovering the monolith and you know whether it's an art piece or some mysterious person put it there whatever all right uh i knew that when that was up it was like somebody really likes stanley kubrick right that's what i think somebody enjoys stanley kubrick they understand the metaphor of the movie space odyssey that whenever human beings come across a monolith in that particular movie, they ascend to a new level. Okay, fair enough. Understood. However, people, when they started unearthing the monolith, people were like, 
oh man, it's from aliens. What does it all mean? It's like, uh, this is a popular culture movie. Some would say a cult movie based out of the 60s. So uh, an artist must have put it there, guys. Snap, comedian. Aliens are real. I smoke with this guy who worked for NASA. Hey, man, I never said aliens aren't real either. I had my own moments. If you guys uh, don't know, just go to MiamiComedy.com. Oh, special news announcement. Let's go ahead and switch, flip-flop the subject here to announce this real quick. Get this, guys. So I, I, I got this whole new function on my website, MiamiComedy.com, where you can go into a search bar. Like if you go to the, the main website, MiamiComedy.com, go to the search bar, and then you're going to be seeing uh, topics on that we spoke about from all the episodes that I've ever done, mostly. Uh, there's some still floating out there that I can't seem to find. But go on MiamiComedy.com. Here's what you do. Okay, if you ever want to have a conversation with me, okay, based on something I spoke of in the past, for example, like right now when I was about to bring up my UFO story, if you want to hear my UFO story, just go to MiamiComedy.com, look for the search function, and just write UFO. And you know what's going to come up? It's going to, my story on aliens will come up, meaning I don't have to fucking repeat it again on the show. <laughs> All right, so for those that are listening, whether on the podcast or on live stream, go to MiamiComedy.com. Use the brand new search function I added there. All the Miami comedy shows. What's up, Immacula? All right, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. This show is sponsored by my friend, Elie Venus, who is a badass health insurance agent, helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need. Whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, He's got health insurance answers. Reach out to him. L-U Venus. That's E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at U-S-H-Advisors.com. And our brand new sponsor. If you guys want to help this show out so that I can bring it to new levels. If you guys want to present the, mono <laughs> the monopoly, the monolith. If you guys want to present the monolith to MiamiComedy.com for us to go to the next level, pick up some t-shirts. All right. I printed myself, miamicomedy.com slash shop. Every dollar you provide will be one. <laughs> the money will get us closer to the money lift. <laughs> All right. And then once we get to that money monolith, Miami Comedy will then bring you up to the next level in comedy shows. I promise you that. All right. Every single dollar will go straight into the money monolith for Miami Comedy. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. Beer and 980. That's the readings for today, guys. <laughs> Mimsy, welcome to the chat. All right, here's what we're going to do then. Um, if you guys want to talk about anything, go ahead and put it on the chat. You guys direct the conversation. I'll go ahead and get it started with this brand new book. Well, it's not really new, but I got more coming. Uh, fabulous questions for those tuning in out there. So here's what I do. I got a question out here. And... Uh, We'll see if we can get a good topic going. Um, what's a really good sexual one? You know, like sex always is appealing to the masses. Uh, let's say you learn the hard way. Do you tend to learn? Okay, this one's pretty good. What lessons have you learned the hard way? What's up, Caesar? And uh, do you tend to learn from your mistakes the first time or after a couple of times? <laughs> that all depends. You know, do you guys learn the first time around? Or do you need a couple more? 
uh, because I needed to get my heart broken like a good dozen times before I figured out that, you know, it's a cold world out there. <laughs> you know what? You know what was a really hard lesson to let go? Uh, being romantic. Being romantic, guys, is probably one of the hardest things that uh, I had to learn in my life because I was such a hopeless romantic when I was younger. Bro, I'll tell you guys the first time I fell in love was in fucking middle school. I was in sixth grade. And there was a girl called Raquel. And for some reason, Raquel had like <laughs> double D titties for her age. <laughs> this is, all right, I'm a child, all right? I'm fucking 11, 12 years old. But this girl, she was so beautiful that she was so, it's like puberty just fucking took her to the next level. And I remember I had this rush of emotions for this girl as soon as I saw her. And Valentine's came around and I bought her a teddy bear with a lone flower. And you know where I went to get that shit? Mall of Americas. And in case you guys don't know, Mall of Americas is a fucking museum right now on how old that website is. <laughs> I mean, not that website, that mall. That mall is so fucking old. Okay, you're going to be seeing hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics on the side of the Mall of Americas eventually because of how old. Bro, I don't even know how that place is still in business, man. Mall of Americas on Flagler Street. I went there as a kid. All right. Back in the day when it was popping. OK, but, you know, now the, the, the youngsters, they have Club 11. They have all these nightclubs and bars they can go to. But back in my day, you know where I went to have a good time? It, uh, Mall of Americas. <laughs> and I would walk around and I bought this teddy bear and a lone fucking rose. And it was the rose inside of the, uh, the plastic tube. All right. So, you know, it keeps it in shape. Right. It lasts a couple hours before it goes, you know, before it dies or whatever. So I bought this thing and I was so nervous to give it to this girl in public that, bro, I was like, you guys ever gone through that where you want to like take that big step where it's like, I'm going to show this person that I fucking love them, <laughs> even though they don't even know my last name. <laughs> All right. So then I went up to this girl, I gave it to her and she gave me, bro, she gave me the nicest Oh my God, you shouldn't have. That's so, you know, like, you know, when it's just happening, somebody just walks in trying to be like, sweep you off your feet, but they're only 12 years old. It's like, why? Well, right, we're still kids. How do we handle this? Fuck it. You're treating me like an adult. What do we do? Oh my God. Thank you so much. I, I wasn't expecting this at all. Thank you. Wow. Oh, right. And I swear to God, man, if there was a group chat, <laughs> If back in like, when it was this, probably like 97, 98. If in 97, 98, there was a group chat on your phones, holy shit, there would be photos and videos of me walking into this classroom with a teddy bear and a flower to give to this girl. All right. And who knows? Maybe if it was the solstice, it could have gone a lot better for me. <laughs> maybe the moon powers would have given me more charm. But anyways, I gave it to her. And then uh, I remember I was waiting outside for the bus, right? After I gave it to her. And I, I, as I'm waiting outside for the bus, I remember that when I walked out, I looked to the side and in the garbage, in the fucking garbage, man, was my teddy bear, bro. She threw it in the garbage. And you know what? I actually believe that she put it in there on purpose so that I could see it. And, you know, you know girls that age, they fucking love that shit. Like, got him. Ooh, we fucked him up. We got this guy. Dude, I saw that shit, and I'll never forget how it scarred me as a 12-year-old. But then again, I needed it. So I, 
I should have learned my lesson there. <laughs> Immaculate says, dang. But that's not the end of it. I continued on. I should have learned my lesson right then and there. I should have understood that when you try to be nice, even as a child, this can be a great metaphor in the future. Okay? I mean, what the fuck? It makes total sense. As a kid, as a, as a, as a boy, you have to go through that. If you, don't, if you don't get your heart broken as a boy, uh, how are you going to handle all the times you're going to be let down when you get older, right? When you're a man, you're going to be let down all the fucking time. What's up, Hernando? Uh, oh, my God, I just got a flashback of me trying to get a teddy bear from a vending machine for this girl in fifth grade. Exactly. Fifth, sixth, seventh grade, that's when you're fucking up. If you don't get your heart broken by middle school, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're going to do in high school, man, because high school is going to be one letdown after a fucking another. Okay? And if you get it early, just get it out the way. As a kid, man, exactly like when you get the chicken pox, you got to get it out of the way. You got to get it out of the way. Get the chicken pox early so it's one and done. And then you move on. As a boy, get your fucking heart broken in middle school. That way, when you get older and you go to high school, you already got a little callus around your heart. And you're saying, fuck these hoes. <laughs> you're saying, fuck these hoes at a ripe age of 14 years old. <laughs> it's better to have that mentality as early as possible. I'm sure, got, you know, girls the same way. You get your heart broken. You see how dumb boys are. And then you fucking get a callus around your heart and be like, these boys are dumb. <laughs> and I'm smarter than them. Like, God damn, she knows the truth. Adult broken heart. That's how serial killers are born. Yeah, you get your broken heart as an adult, right? You're going to have to go through that early. <laughs> What's up, Hernando? Uh, a girl, uh, Hernando says, she, a girl broke my heart. I thought you were gay, Hernando. Oh, is this when you were still in the closet? Uh, she told me no on the note. Okay, I'll tell you another story where I got my heart broken. Uh, I remember one time. It was Valentine's Day. Oh, fuck, I keep getting my heart broken on. It's like I'm setting myself up to get my heart broken on Valentine's Day. It's, you guys are so stupid, man. You watch one uh, high school teen movie in the 90s or early 2000s, and all of a sudden you get tricked into thinking romance still exists in this way. Ooh, the nerd got the girl? How can I be, how can I be the kind of nerd that gets the girl? How do I do it? Uh, it's not possible. <laughs> this is just fantasy. You know? Teen drama. No, no, no fantasy it's a fantasy movie you know like when you go to like the, the the shopping area for amazon prime if you go and you look up fantasy it should be harry potter uh narnia and then teen movies where the nerdy guy gets the girl <laughs> uh never-ending story uh star wars uh nerdy guy gets the girl <laughs> Yeah, man, that's how it should be. Girls don't know what they want until they, what? Uh, it does exist, only to the elite. <laughs> Look at Immaculate here coming up with theories and shit. Uh, I got my heart broken when I learned Q and Bakery ladies call everyone mi amor. <laughs> oh, man, that's great, man. That's hilarious. Uh, nerdy guys with money, maybe. Maybe, but even then, man, if a guy if a guy can't turn a girl on, that's it. It's over. Even if you've got money, it's like it's not working. I don't give a fuck that you have a Rolex. It's not working. I don't like the way you talk. You got no steez. You're not smooth. 
imagine a rigid, awkward guy with a nice watch showing up trying to get a girl. You know, I'm pretty sure if I had a Rolex watch and I went and did the same thing on Valentine's Day and I gave a girl a teddy bear and a flower, even if I'm uh, flossing, flossing that fucking watch, girls are like, what are you? You're 12 years old. Why are you wearing that? I'm not interested. Um, nerdy guys with money, not Colombian. I don't know what to tell you guys, man, but that's something that I had to learn the hard way. No longer to be uh, romantic. It's over. It's over. Ro- romance is dead. Romance only exists if you find someone and you really like them and they really like you back. And then when you do a nice gesture, they actually appreciate it rather than seeing it as a sign of weakness. Because I got to admit, man, I think when you start acting really romantic, that's... they for some reason it gets translated as, as vulnerability uh, to a certain degree for those receiving it, you know? So I had to learn the hard way that, Oh yeah. uh, Being romantic probably isn't the appropriate way of calling attraction from the opposite sex. Hey, you know, whatever, man, the media conditioned me. It's not my fault that as a kid, you turn on the movie and then you always see the guy getting the girl by doing a certain thing. They lie to me. It's not my fault. So I had to learn my lesson. <laughs> you get jaded. Yeah, you do. You do, man, because you give up on all that stuff. And you know what? Uh, your luck with the opposite sex or whoever you want to date, when, once you get jaded, once you understand that stuff, man, when you start going on dates, it's like you can see it. You can see everything playing out. You're like, oh, I see what's going on here. Romance is not a, oh, got it. Got it. So do you, Rusios? Um. Let's see, what was one that, uh, the one I was going to try to tell you? Okay, yeah, so one time in Valentine's Day, uh, I think this was probably like in 10th grade, I remember that uh, this girl told me, well, she kind of set me up. This girl just straight up lied to me. Uh, She's like, hey, you want to be my Valentine's? Give me a good gift, and I'll give you a kiss. So I was like in 10th grade, so I was 14, 15. I was like 15. Yeah, I'd say 14, 15. Uh, so I remember she was like, I'll give you a kiss if you give me a good Valentine's gift. So I'm like, fuck yeah, gonna get a kiss. Woo! Never been kissed. And my first kiss was at the age of 16. So I've never been kissed at this time. So I'm excited because the girl is actually pretty cute. And uh, I went out, got this girl a note, a flower, some other shit. I forget. I don't know, but it was some stuff, right? So I'm like compelled to give this girl a gift. And then when I give it to her, she gives me a fucking Hershey's kiss, bro. Ooh. Ooh, the betrayal. <laughs> oh, man, I like how I'm opening up here and showing you guys why I'm so cold with the, with the dating life. Mellow Laura, what's up? Woo! And fell for that. I was a child, Immacula. I was a fucking child. Uh, romance doesn't exist anymore and that's sad burn yeah indeed mike i got fucking burned man uh and so i i, I had to <laughs> yeah <laughs> immaculate you're laughing it up good to see chivalry is dread but gold digging is forever chivalry is dread the fuck does that mean oh dead i was like wait you, only guys with dreads are chivalrous i don't think so i don't know about that i think <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, if giving somebody weed is chivalrous, then yeah, guys with dreads probably would. And not including just Jamaica. See, that's where, you, that's where your mind goes. There's white guys out there with dreads 